0: evening prayer starts on page 21 behold the tabernacle of god is with men and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people and god himself shall be with them and be their god Let assembly confess our sins unto almighty god almighty and most merciful father we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep we have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: Praise ye the Lord.
1: The Lord's name be praised.
0: Psalm 19 begins on page 363, and then we'll jump to Psalm 126 on page 505. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth His handiwork.
1: One day telleth another, and one night certifieth another.
0: There is neither speech nor language, but their voices are heard among them.
1: Their sound is gone out into all lands, and their words unto the ends of the world.
0: In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun, which cometh forth as a bridegroom out of his chamber, and rejoiceth as a giant to run his course.
1: It goeth forth from the uttermost parts of the heaven, and runneth about unto the end of it again, and there is nothing hid from the heat thereof.
0: The law of the Lord is an undefiled vow, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, and giveth wisdom unto the simple.
1: The statutes of the Lord are right, and rejoice the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, and giveth light unto the eyes.
0: The fear of the Lord is clean and endureth forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether.
1: More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb.
0: Moreover by them is thy servant taught, and in keeping of them there is a great reward.
1: Who can tell?eth how oft he offendeth? O cleanse thou me from my secret faults.
0: Keep thy servant also from presumptuous sins, lest they get the dominion over me. So shall I be undefiled and innocent from the great offense.
1: Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer.
0: Moving to Psalm 126 on page 505. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, then we were like unto them that dreamed.
1: Then our mouth filled with laughter, and our
0: tongue with joy. Then said they among the heathen, The Lord hath done great things for them.
1: Yea, the Lord hath done great things for us already, whereof we rejoice.
0: Turn our captivity, O Lord, as the rivers in the south.
1: They that sow in tears shall reap in joy.
0: He that now goeth on his way weeping, and beareth forth good seed shall doubtless come again with joy and bring his sheaves with him.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
0: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
2: Here begins the 54th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Sing, O barren, you who have not borne. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left, and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed, neither be disgraced, for you will not be put to shame. For you will forget the shame of your youth and will not remember the reproach of your widowhood any more. For your Maker is your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. And your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. He is called the God of the whole earth. For the Lord has called you like a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit, like a youthful wife when you were refused, says your God. For a mere moment I have forsaken you, but with great mercies I will gather you. With a little wrath I hid my face from you for a moment, but with everlasting kindness I will have mercy on you, says the Lord your Redeemer. For this is like the waters of Noah to me. For as I have sworn that the waters of Noah would no longer cover the earth, so have I sworn that I would not be angry with you, nor rebuke you. For the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed. But my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord, who has mercy on you. O you afflicted one, tossed with tempest and not comforted, behold, I will lay your stones with colorful gems, and lay your foundations with sapphires. I will make your pinnacles of rubies, your gates of crystal, and all your walls of precious stones. All your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. Here ends the first lesson.
0: world without end. Amen.
2: Here begins the 13th verse of the 10th chapter of the Gospel of St. Mark. Then they brought little children to him, that he might touch them. But the disciples rebuked those who brought brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was greatly displeased and said to them, Let the little children come to me, and do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of God. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. And he took them up in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. Now, as he was going out on the road, one came running, knelt before him, and asked him, Good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is, God you know the commandments do not commit adultery do not murder do not steal do not bear false witness do not defraud honor your father and your mother and he answered and said to him teacher all these things i have kept from my youth then jesus looking at him loved him and said to him one thing you lack go your way sell whatever you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come take up the cross and follow me but he was sad at this word and went away sorrowful for he had great possessions then jesus looked around and said to his disciples how hard it is for those who have riches to enter the, enter the kingdom of god and the disciples were astonished at his words but jesus answered again and said to them children how hard it is for those who trust in riches to enter the kingdom of god it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of god And they were greatly astonished saying among themselves who then can be saved but jesus looked at them and said with men it is impossible but not with god for with god all things are possible then peter began to say to him see we have left all and followed you so jesus answered and said assuredly i say to you there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands, with persecutions, and in the age to come eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last first. Here ends the second lesson.
0: Together, nuke Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation
1: For it is Thou, Lord, only, that makest us dwell in safety.
0: O God, make clean our hearts within us.
1: And take not Thy Holy Spirit from us.
0: O Almighty God, who out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hath ordained strength, and made us infants to glorify Thee by their death, mortify and kill all vices in us, and so strengthen us by Thy grace, that by the innocency of our lives and constancy of our faith, even unto death we may glorify thy holy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us thy only begotten Son, to take our nature upon him, and at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit, through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee, and the same Spirit, ever one God, world without end.
1: Amen.
0: O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Saviour. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord. And by thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Christmas comes, and we uh, have just gone through Advent. And for a lot of us, that means that we've uh, given up some things and we've uh, uh You know, we've uh, abstained from a few things as we draw close to the Lord. And I heard a friend once say that at the end of Advent, when Christmas came, they felt like they had lost something, maybe their closeness to God. I'm not, you know, exactly sure what they lost. But I also could relate to that because it felt like I had given up so much and then felt so close to God. Uh, This year, not so much because I feel like it's continuing. But one of the things I think or I feel, it's like we have Christmas and then just a few days later we're looking at um a day when we're um, having a feast about uh, babies, baby boys under two years old being being murdered. And it sounds a little out of like, I guess maybe not congruent with what the, the celebration is. But I think um, there's probably some wisdom in having this this feast right now after Christmas, because it forces us to, to come to grips with um, something I think is really important. Our, our passages today, they move from the magnificence of God um, to our lives in this life, in this life, and the path to our hope, which is to choose the way of God regardless of the circumstances. So we are, we're being exhorted to walk in this balance. So it's a good message as we consider um, this heinous this crime that Herod committed. Um, and I, uh, I can't call him Herod the Great because that wasn't a great thing. So if we believe what we pray and sing in the Psalms, then we trust, even though there is no way to reconcile this murderous act, we can trust that our God can make this crooked line straight. So as we look at Psalm 19, it's interesting, too, that they paired up Psalm 19 and we jump all the way to Psalm 126, but they kind of go together in in a really interesting way. So. In Psalm 19, we find out, uh, it's kind of broken into three parts. It establishes who God is, and it starts with the voice of creation. So the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. So even though the, the uh, earth can't talk to us, uh, it does show us that that uh, there has to have been a creator to have made something as beautiful as what the earth could be. And then, then we move into um, the next section where we see the voice of his word, and the word, of course... For the Old Testament people was the law. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. And remember, we're talking in all the Old Testament. We've read throughout the year how we circumcise our hearts. Uh, your, your uh, sacrifices aren't worthy because your heart isn't changed. It's just your outward acts. So the law of the Lord will convert the soul and the testimony of the Lord is sure. Uh, the statues of the Lord are right and it makes the heart rejoice. And the commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, and it endures forever. And the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. It's interesting that it it um, then moves to verse 10 where it says, More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. And sometimes when I think of lots of gold, it doesn't really uh, click with me. But when I think of a bank account with a whole bunch of money in it, that, that has more of a click. It, it relates to me, and I, and I can see that, oh yeah, I can understand that. That it's worth more than even that, and so what we're having to do is make that choice again: the way of the world or the way of God. And so then we move to um, Psalm uh, 126. In in this psalm, uh, the psalmist is praying to be kept from presumptuous sins in verse 13, and that's intentionally willful sins, um, and it's doing just against going against what God says to do. So anytime we would do a presumptuous sin, it would be in defiance of what God has said. But instead, the psalmist wants to be something else. He longs to be innocent. And it um, ends, the the last verse of the psalm ends with a very, very familiar verse for us, because it's one of the opening versicles we have in uh, morning and evening prayer. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. I'm sorry, that was the end of... Psalm 19. Psalm 126 pairs with this understanding of God, and expresses how our understanding of God leads to this desire, and for Him to stretch out His. You know, we want Him to come out and make everything okay. And when God, when we are delivered, and we see God working in our lives, we get uh, joyful. um, um, That's what this psalm's about. They're coming out of their captivity, but it's also encouraging us to keep our faith when that rapture fades and we face challenges. Remember, they came out of captivity, and then they came to rebuild the temple. And uh, Ezra and Nehemiah are um, challenging the people to keep to keep their strength and, their, um, and walk faithfully as they build the temple against odds because there's opposition. So the point is that with all this opposition, we can go with the, uh, the way of the Lord or uh, we can go the way of the world. And so God's standing there, you know, sent Jesus and he tells us, come this way, come this way. I've already gone this way. You come with me. Um, come in, so he's he's calling us to come his way because in the in the long run, uh, it's it's the best way. It's interesting psychologically that um, uh, de- deferred gratification is a hard thing, and and so a lot of people cannot do that. So one of the signs of maturity is that you can put off current joy for um, total joy. So we see in Isaiah the last chapter where this is chapter fifty four fifty three was the suffering servant. And so then we see the promise that follows the suffering servant and they're told to enlarge their tents, stretch it out, in fact, make it bigger because you're going to have more things than you ever thought you would have. And that's the promise of God if we walk with him. And it's kind of a twofold prof- prophecy because it says Jerusalem's to be, you know, is to be reestablished and brought back. But the picture of glory is really a picture of God's people, the church after uh Jesus that comes and is incarnated and, and of course um, his work on the cross for us and on our redemption. And so we will be comforted. And he, he does lay the stones with colorful gems and make pinnacles, rubies, and, and the promises that they have and all your children shall be taught by the Lord. So then moving on to Mark, um, it's more about how to live in this world. And we talk about the rich man and Jesus, um, he didn't say it was wrong to be rich. I just, you know, I, I think I've heard bishops say that a number of times. It's not wrong to be rich, but the verse actually says those who trust in riches. So if that's what makes you comfortable, then, then you're heading for a fall. Um, Jesus taught that when we give money to the poor, we make a sacrifice for the kingdom of God, we're not storing up treasure on earth, but in heaven. And the more that we give and, and, um, the more we gain. So it doesn't. Mean if we give money, uh, to God's work, we get money back, uh, right now. And I think that's really important because there's a lot of people that have, would, would support or, or promote a prosperity doctrine. Like if you can't out give God and if you give now, you'll, you know, God will bless you in this world. And it doesn't always mean he's going to bless us in this world, but there's a big blessing coming. And so that's what we're encouraged to hang on to. So our spiritual rewards will outweigh any, any sacrifices that we've made for Jesus. And even if that's true, even if persecution comes along with them, so in the midst of all this celebration of Christmas, we get a little uh, wake-up call, and we're encouraged again to establish ourselves and to walk faithfully with with Jesus, to follow God's commandments, and to remember the the hope that lies within in our telos, which is to be with Him in the uh, fulfillment of the kingdom. Let's continue with a prayer for all conditions of men. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. and by walking before Thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with Thee and the Holy Ghost be all honour and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb, for um, responding, and Aliyah for reading. It's good to be with all of you this evening. Thanks,
1: Thank you, Mom. Right. Merry Fourth Day
0: Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas.